You see the moon, now cobalt black, seems to disintegrate as Stanislaw, but Stan, his family calls him. He's a boy, just recently turned seven. He fogs up the glass of his window by his bed with his breath, and he starts to make the plus sign an addition symbol or some small equal-sided cross, and in the condensation on the glass, he adds a flag to the top arm, and then to the arm on the right, he adds another flag. But then he stops when the dog, simply called Dog, comes up and licks Stan's hand, and he just laughs and giggles, and he hugs the husky for being the warm friend that he is. Dog. But then over on the right, in their room, is the other Raskolnovich brother, Leshek. And Leshek lies in his bed, and their beds form an L, both of the feet facing each other, and all the way off to the corner of the room, as far away from the door of their bedroom to the rest of the house. And Leshek is lying there, and he's trying not to whimper, He's on his back, lapined, and he has his arms behind his head, and their elbows open, looking at the sky, but not noticing the full moon cobalt. I hate you. Well, then, I hate you too. Shek throws his pillow, and it does hit Stan in the face, but the dog jumps down and yelps. And it's hiding underneath the, the bed, confused. Poor dog. I didn't do nothing! Lachette gets up to lunge at him, Stan, but he stops and he cringes heavily in pain. Didn't know? The fuck you did, too? You little shit fucker head dumb shit. Fucking hate you! It was that did it! Dead man's bones serious. I, it was him on his promise. You're gonna burn in hell because that's where liars and cheats go and you're about the biggest fuckiest little fucker I never ever wish was alive. Stan begins to cry but he just wipes the tears away and tries to pretend that he's merely tired. You know. I know. I knows it was him. I knows it. I honest promise. Yeah, but... Shit, Stan. 
If I didn't say something then, then fuck her, Doc. He was gonna beat you so bad, I'd bet he'd kill the shit out of you. That you, Ma? Janakida beat you like me, you small little... I mean... But, you know, I, I didn't do it. He just don't remember it so, and you knows it. You you laughs at them shits, right? Right? You, you laughs? I don't give up. Bears care what the fuck happened to his hooch. He blacked out like normal. And is mad as hell. Enough. He'd have broke your neck off. Now shut the fuck up. You saw... Stan. I ain't gots to think. But it ain't fair. I mean, we never do nothing, 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 never, ever. Stan. And Mom, what? Just... Marina, just... If he hears you whimpering like that... He'll skin ya just for the headache. Now shut up! The shack, with that finality, turns over and back to face the wall. And as he pulls the covers over himself and exposes his back, the pillow, the bedsheet, the mattress, soaked fresh with his blood. There's a box on a table in a rusty room. The edges are hard and it's cold because the insulation is bad. The year's 1993 in Black River Falls, Wisconsin. There's not much light. Small tea kettle. Enough for a couple of cups, and there's a box, a shoe box, and on top written with a multitude of crayons. There's a blue, there's a black, there's a red, there's an orange, and they just write over one another and spell out Lucia's Do Not Touch. And then Lucia herself opens the box, and inside is a paper doll, well-worn and oily, named Madame Papier. And the sweet boys, wrapped in fate and fury, reached a new breaking point that evening. For they had seen enough horror and been stripped bare of dignity, so much so that the cold and starvation that awaited them sounded like a vacation from the hell their home held. <sighs> my, my, my little peach pie, now I do believe that that is enough for the moment, Lucia. This here papier is getting a teensy tired, and if I'm not mistaken, then it must certainly be time for a spot of tea. 
Why, yes, madam. I believe that that can be arranged. 